A special thanks to today's sponsor. Hip-hop legend Chuck D brings together the most iconic and pioneering figures in the game to unpack the history and impact of this art form on American and global culture over the last 50 years. Don't miss Fight the Power, How Hip-Hop Changed the World on PBS and now streaming on the PBS app. The whole squad on the mission, you got to listen We poke politicking, it's so dope when it kick in That you can get in, where you fit in We straight pole politicking The whole squad on the mission, you got to listen You know what this is, when we poke politicking My money long like division, I proposition To put a fist in, we straight pole politicking Ayo, hey, I rise like the sun in the east, running the streets Same people that was coming in peace, some in the beast On the microphone, it's never a long and hard task For God, I'm gonna Smash they blog and podcast Introduction to journalism 101 With federal poll politicking About where I'm from and what I do What's up, it gotta be good Interviewing everybody, you know they probably could Take all the blood, sweat and tears Working all them years Putting in 10,000 hours, it empowers careers From the baby and Megan the Stallion To Yo Gotti, high as a kite Jet life, currency in the party With MC Life, Jay Prince said I rap a lot Super Saiyan Black Kagarot With a Macintosh laptop in my Apple Watch, smoking Fraggle Rocks Four eyes, got more lines and hooks than a tackle box what? The whole squad on the mission, you got to listen We poke politicking, it's so dope when it kick in That you can get in, where you fit in We straight pole politicking The whole squad on the mission, you got to listen You know what this is, when we poke politicking My money long like division, I proposition To put a fist in, we straight pole politicking Welcome back to PolPolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, 1212, and place to be. Rejoined by the homie Skip. How you doing? What's going down, PolPolitikin? I appreciate you having me, my dog. Sure. Uh, anytime, man. Like I said, I remember last time we talked, uh, told you I enjoy the music, man, so I'm a fan. So anytime you got something going on, all you got to do is one call away. That's love. I appreciate that. I think we was when we talking about the coach last time or no? Nah? We probably was. We probably was, but I don't even watch football too much. So <laughs> you probably didn't get too much out of me. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. Um, I was just gonna like say rejoin, but um anybody that missed the last one, man, just let them know a little bit about your background, let them know where you're from. For sure, yeah. I go by the name of Skip. Uh, that's spelled S-K-Y-P-P. I mean, from Indianapolis, Indiana, born and raised. I still reside here, you know, even though I travel out a lot. You know, Indianapolis, we ain't really seen too much success as far as hip hop music. We really ain't seen no success at all as far as like worldwide. So I try to stay home and try to show people that it can be done from from the city rather than having to move out the city. So, you know, that's really half of my life's purpose right there is just trying to you know, boss the city up. You know what I mean, and get us on that worldwide platform. And why is that? I feel like it's necessary. Yeah, you know I mean, like when you come to Indianapolis, it's like a dark cloud hanging over the black community for many different reasons. But, you know, the hip hop community in particular, 
you know, it's a dark cloud and, and all our rappers is in the streets because, you know, it just seemed impossible because ain't nobody ever done it. You no know, rap been around for, what, 60, 60 years, 50, 60 years, somewhere around there. And ain't nobody ever popped. You know what I mean? Like, so we look at it, you know, with a grain of salt. And uh, so many people didn't got close, but we can just never get over that hump. You know, and I'm one of those people who are currently close. I'm just trying to bring it all the way home. You know what I mean, I feel like if I did it from somewhere else, it wouldn't it wouldn't mean as much to the city, to us artists. So I'm just trying to show that it's possible, and I'm I'm for sure gonna do that. Then what city are you from? Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay, Calvin said I know. Uh, she the goat from Gary. Yeah, for sure, Michael Jackson from Gary. That's about that's about two and a half, three hours away. And uh, Gary don't even claim Indiana. They claim Illinois. You know what I mean? So that's a whole situation. We got Babyface, who, who's a, you know, a, a mega star in the R&B world. But never. Yeah, Freddie Gibbs is also from Gary. But Freddie Gibbs said he ain't from Indiana. He's from Gary, Illinois. So, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> feel me? That go to show what it's like. But Indianapolis in particular, which is the capital and the 13th largest city in the United States. I mean, we ain't never seen no hip hop success. Like I said, we got close, but it ain't happened. Well, speaking of success, I see you um on the top ten of iTunes, Apple, with the new release. Sorry for my trauma. Sure. The show, yeah, yes, sir. Me. Sorry for my trauma. Just dropped. I was top fifteen on my last two albums. Uh, okay. I think thirteen was the highest I had got, but uh, hitting the top ten and almost top five, like you know, what I mean, that was something. You know, that definitely made me feel extremely good about myself and about the project. And I'm just grateful to keep seeing progress every uh drop. You know what I mean? Like, number six is crazy, bro. You know, it's crazy from where I'm from. So I'm just grateful for my supporters more than anything. We're always sliding and, and you know, holding me down. All I got to do is deliver something decent. And they're going to do the rest. You know what I mean? So I'm grateful for them. And then let us know the background of Sorry for My Trauma. Yeah, for sure. Sorry for my trauma, man. I started this project in uh, December of 2021. It was supposed to drop March 4th, 2022. But I had a situation with a label or an executive, should I say. And, uh, you know, it just kind of dragged out for a long time and it delayed the album tremendously. The album didn't release until February 3rd, which is almost it's a month shy of a year of delay. You know what I mean? But we finally got it out, man. Uh, you know, the people feel like it was worth the wait, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and double back just for them being patient. And I'm going I'm to drop another album this year here in about five, six months. It's going to be sorry for my trauma, too. You know I mean, I just want to I want to repay them for that loyalty, for that support that they showed me. You know, while while it seemed like I disappeared, I wouldn't I wouldn't disappear. And I was just trying to, you know, get my ducks in a row. And uh, I almost had the opportunity to do just that. You know what I mean, but just because that one didn't work, don't mean don't mean we stopping we, uh, pressing forward. You know what I mean? What else? What else you gonna got? You got going on for the rest of the year? Man, I'm just trying to get these shows lined up. You know, uh, mainly out of town shows. Uh, but more than anything, I just want to keep pumping out good music. You know, and, and good social media content, whether that be you know uh, music videos or uh, uh, social media performances. I've been doing comedy skits with some comedians in my city. You know, what I mean, just trying to keep my social media active. To complement the music, though, everything got to go back to the music. That's what it's all about. So everything is just segue for that. I mean, but everything is music oriented. Uh, I work in the school system during the day. You know what I mean? So, you know, once spring break and summer break hit, you know what I mean? It's going to be, you're going to see a little uptick in my social media content. 
I mean, but just trying to make everything make sense, bro. Yeah, I saw you had the uh, kids listen to your music. They didn't believe it was yours. Yeah. <laughs> they like, man, this ain't you. But uh, I've been doing music for so long. You know, uh, working with kids shows me how uh, how divided the generations are. You know what I mean? Like, uh, they follow me on social media. They got the they got the opportunity to go look at my past posts. You know, and see how long I've been doing it and what I've been doing. But it, it just don't work like that no more. These kids, they they only they only know what they see. They only know what they experience. So they think this is my first album I ever dropped. Yeah, you know I mean it's like my twentieth <laughs> project. Yeah, you know I mean so when I dropped that my single from the album called my HLF, my HLFs, my homie lover friend, but you put HLF. When I dropped that, kids was like, "Whoa, yeah, you know I mean like hold on, you actually can rap." And I'm trying to tell them like, "Hey man, I've been doing this since I was fourteen years old, bro." Yeah, I mean, but they ain't hearing that. All they hear is what I just did. You know what I mean? So they just like, oh, Mr. Horton is actually good, y'all. Listen, some kids didn't want to listen. They're like, man, I doubt he's a teacher, bro. Like, how could he possibly be good at making music? But eventually everybody came around. You know what I mean? And then uh, it, it, it's crazy because it reminded me of promoting to adults. You know what I mean? Like, this is what you do for an album rollout. You just keep building the anticipation, dropping singles, dropping videos. And it felt like I was doing that in my own workplace. You know I mean, but uh, I dropped a single and now everybody excited for the album. I dropped the album and they just like, ah, he's a real deal. Like, like, why are you still working here, bro? Like, you need to, you know what I mean? But I'm just like, look, I'm here for y'all. And when the opportunity arises that is worth me leaving y'all, that's when I leave. But until then... We one foot in the music industry, one foot in the school system. We trying to make an impact on both ends. I mean, yeah, that's cool. Ain't nothing wrong with that, for sure. And then, um, sure. some of the artists you listen to. Oh, uh, I think I think my my favorite artist of all time is Tupac. Yeah, you know I mean, I just love the the perfect combination of like reality, and lyricism, and just like his uh easy on the ears type of sound he had. You know what I mean, like, I feel like when you go too far West Coast or too far East Coast kind of makes you seem like kind of one dimensional. But bro, like he's from the East Coast, but thrived on the West Coast. And I think he just had he just merged those sounds together. And he just had the perfect recipe, in my opinion. So Pac is my favorite, uh, you know, of all time. My favorite modern day artist is J. Cole, for sure. Um, I love Nipsey Hussle, R.I.P. to him. You know I mean, uh, I listen to Buddy a lot. Buddy is from uh, from L.A or South Central, I believe. He's dope to me. Um, I really appreciate La Russell, which is kind of a new cat. cat. I really appreciate what he does. Uh, but, you know, my top artists I listen to is mainly J. Cole, Pop, Pimp C, UGK, uh, uh, Nipsey, and um, I have to go, after that, I have to go singers like Lauren Hill, Janelle Monet. You know I mean, uh, but the, the, the range is crazy because I, I dive into my gospel bag any day. You know what I mean? So, I love, I just love music, man. As long as it's, it's good and it resonates and it make me feel something, I don't want to, I don't want to feel anger or violence either. I want to feel something good. I want to feel good when I listen to music. Anything that make me feel good, I'm a fan of it. Mm -hmm. Man, what, what's up? Uh, what's the goals with your music? Like your man, like the sky's the limit, bro. Sky's the limit. Like I used to like want a record deal real bad, and I was still, you know, I was still accept and receive a record deal, but Sky's the limit, bro. You don't even re you don't even need a record deal no more nowadays to make yeah. a big impact. But I ain't turning down. I ain't turning down having that machine behind me. 
long as it makes sense contractually. Yeah, you know I mean, but uh, yeah, bro, sky's the limit. I just, I just want to be as big as you know God allowed me to be, and I know what I can do with that and the impact I can have on people. So that's all I'm trying to do, man. It's just bring that to fruition, and you know what I mean, apply myself to the highest degree. Hmm. And what uh, what else you like to do outside of music? Uh, that's a good question. I'm a movie freak. I got I got AMC AMC A list. You know, the little twenty dollars a month, you get three movies a week. You know, I I try to see three movies a week. You know what I mean? Uh, Are you go seeing No, I go. They give you three movies a week. Yeah, for twenty dollars a month. That's a little deal right there. It's a beautiful deal for sure. Um, I, I'm a basketball guy. I love playing basketball. I ain't been playing that much here lately because I've been having to, you know, do my music thing, but. You know, at the height, which was about a year ago, I was playing like three, four times a week. You know, I really, really be hooping. And uh, man, other than that, bro, my life is music. And, and at school, boy, I'd be at the school. Seventy-five percent of my life—that's where I'm at. I mean, luckily, I'm able to still do what I, what I need to do music-wise while I'm there. So that's that's why it works for me. You know, the half of the, like ten percent of the music is done in the studio. Ninety percent is done business, Zoom calls. Yeah, I mean, like this, uh, setting up my publishing, uh, reaching out to PR firms and blogs and journalists, all that stuff you can do on a laptop. Other than that, you know, traveling, which, you know, that comes on weekends anyway, so we good. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, bro, like, story of my life. What's up, man? So what motivates you to stay in it? You said you started when you was 14. Man, just the, the feedback. And, and the progression, bro, like I never went backwards. And when you see like steady progression, you just wonder like, when is it going to stop? Like, where is this going to end? And still to this day, my last album was, uh, I think it hit number 13, like I said, and this time it was six. Like it's always something going upward. The day stuff start declining, that's when I was, you know, consider putting more time into the, to the youth or whatever. Maybe I won't, I don't know. But I've never seen digression. It's only progression. So it sounds like you got number one album on the way, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I really, I really was expecting this one to hit top five, but that's all right. It's room. That's kind of ungrateful to me, considering that nobody from this city ever did that. You know what I mean? Like 15, 20, 30, 40, none of that. Hear me? Okay. Yeah, but like I said, in the city, people just ain't doing that. They're not hitting dot tune charts at all. So I'd be damned if I sit here and be ungrateful for hitting number six. You feel me? We're just going to keep pressing on. Yeah, I'm trying to think how I many people I know from. Um, it's a, it's another guy I interviewed from NA, but y'all don't know too many people from Indiana, like rappers. I'm trying to think any old school rappers. Ain't no old school rappers from Indiana? Yeah, we got some people who almost came close back in the day. My guy, Lil Nut. He had a, uh, I forgot what kind of deal he had. He had some kind of deal with, I think, uh, Interscope, uh, Printy Mo. He had a song called Naptown Riders that went crazy. Uh, it's a guy named Wiz. He had the hardest album I've ever heard from Indianapolis to this day. You know, but like I said, bro, we just never had the resources. Like, we'd be dope. We'd have crazy fan bases in Indianapolis. I'm talking about tens of thousands of people in Indianapolis. 
but it just never like mattered to the rest of the world. It never reached outside the state lines, no matter how many fans we had. And and this is a city where Coach K is from Indianapolis, Indiana, Brad Ripple High School. This nigga's one of the owners of quality control. He got the Migos. You know what I mean? He got all them. Crazy and ain't, never, ain't never, you know what I mean? Like, no, no, no knock on him or nothing like that. But I'm just saying ain't nothing ever came from that for us. Yeah, you know I mean, regardless of the of the the clout that he got, you know what I mean, and the influence that he got, never meant nothing to the city. He's a AT, he's an ATL dude. You know what I mean? That's what that's what he that's what he's standing on. So I'm saying so you can Indiana's can just send her to the Midwest, right? Yeah, for sure. Yep. But it's cross crossroads of America. You know what I'm saying? So like, I was gonna say so far as the with the music culture and the hip hop, it's kind of like what y'all just kind of taking a little bit of everything and or is it one coach you grab one some y'all gravitate to more than other? Being the crossroads of America, we should be the, the hottest city in everything. Because mm-hmm. we're not far from nothing. We're in the middle. So you look next door, even Louisville pop with ESTG and Jack Harlow. Chicago is crazy. St. Louis had they run. Uh who else is around us? Detroit. Everybody had they run, bro. We're the only major city in the Midwest that ain't had a run in music and hip hop music. So I don't know, man. I don't know what it's gonna take. Well, I do know what it's gonna take, but I don't know when that's gonna come to fruition for us. It's gonna I, I really wish Coach K would have just really rolled with us. Yeah, you know I mean, like, and maybe he will. Maybe it's not over. I don't know. Yeah, you know I mean, but we got Mike Epps. You know, Mike Epps had a a label back in 2011, Naptown Records. Comedian, he right? To, yeah, he from here. Uh, he was supposed to, he was supposed to be doing something with that, and I was supposed to be the lead artist. They took me down to Atlanta uh, to the Tupac um, anniversary. I got to meet his mom, Afina Shakur, uh, Rick Ross, and Meek Mill. They did the Tupac back joint that they had out back then. Yeah, you know I mean it was crazy, and uh, then that whole situation just dissolved. Like he just didn't want to do it no more. He didn't want to do Naptown Records no more. That's another opportunity that could that could have happened. You know what I mean, it's just like it's always been getting so close. Like having a person like Mike Epps co-sign Indianapolis hip hop that would that would do wonders. You would think. You know what I mean. Or if he took his show he got, that's that's based in Indianapolis. What's that show he got on Netflix? The Upshaws? Yeah. What if he what if he filled that whole show with Indianapolis music? Everything you hear is Indianapolis music. Of course, quality. You know what I mean? We got good quality though. But stuff like that, you know what I mean? Could mean a world of a difference from uh, for us. So I like y'all up. You you gonna put them on though. Yeah, and, and I ain't trying to sound bitter or nothing like that. I'm just I'm just speaking passionately, and I'm and I'm seeing things, and I'm seeing how we could have benefited from it. Yeah, I mean, was there times where we had opportunities and we wasn't prepared? Maybe so. I ain't trying to act like it's everybody else's fault. You know, it's things we can do to better improve our our uh, hip hop community. But I'm just speaking on like people from here. I feel like the kind of person I am. If I ever pop, it's my responsibility to put my city in position to win. That's just how I think. Everybody don't think like that though, and I and I don't hold nothing against them for being for not thinking like that. It is what it is. But as, speaking from an artist's perspective, of course I'm I'm riding with my city and I'm riding with the artists. You know, I feel like we should have had an opportunity by now, for sure. We 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 do our work, bro. Like I said, I'm number six on the iTunes charts. I don't know. I don't know what more 
I can do with what I got. Yeah, you know I mean, like, I don't, we don't got much. We ain't got no resources here. It's a poverty city. We ain't got much going on. You know what like, I mean? Uh, anybody reach out to you, like, far as like, uh, like industry names off this release yet? Yeah, so I was telling you, I was supposed to drop this album March fourth, twenty twenty two. I met an executive. You know, he got to promising me all kind of shit. You know how they do, and uh, just telling me like, "Hey, this album is special. Don't just drop this like a regular album. Let me shop it around to the labels. Let me see what I can get for you." You know, and apparently it was some. You know, he had some shit going, but eventually all that shit just died. You know what I mean? But that, that that's what come with the music industry. You know, a lot of false promises and shit. I, I already knew that going in. But I was hopeful because I needed that. You know what I mean? I, I was kind of desperate for it. But uh, I never, like, sold my soul to the nigga or nothing like that. He knew that I had my doubts, you know. But, uh, hey, on to the next one. They reach out, you know. Inevitably, they reach out when you're doing your thing. But, uh, they're, you know, people's true colors, they come out eventually. Yeah, what would you like to say to your fans and supporters? Thank you. You feel me? Like, Thank you for giving me a reason to keep going. And uh, even the people who, who who doubt me or the people who don't even take a chance on me, I appreciate you because you're still acknowledging me in some kind of way. Whether you're talking bad about me or whatever, all that shit is cool. It's cool with me. You know, it just lets me know that I'm, I'm, I'm uh, what's the word? I'm relevant. So people be like, hey, man, what's up with dude? Why are you talking bad about it? That's cool. If I wasn't doing nothing, he wouldn't be talking about me at all. He wouldn't have nothing to say. So I don't, I, I don't mind it. I welcome it all. You know what I mean? And uh, I just want to say thank you to my supporters because, shit, ain't no skip without them. Nothing at all. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for them and the 15 years of support they showed me. You said 15 years, damn. Yeah, I started rapping uh, freshman year, I said 15. And uh, I'm talking about out the, out the gate. They was backing me out the gate. Like, I was a freshman and I went to a big high school with like future NFL players and all kind of shit. And as a freshman, I was in there like running shit, bro. Like they they fucked with me heavy. You know what I mean? Seniors and all. Made you uh, rap. Uh, I wanted to be a basketball player, bro. But I had I had a real bad asthma problem that prevented me from making any any of the teams. Like every time I go try out, I go so hard, like shit just messed me up. I ended up having an asthma attack or something crazy. So uh, once I realized basketball was kind of slim to none for me and my little health condition, that's when I just started writing. I was just writing, bro. It wasn't even raps. It was just, it might be poetry. It might be a rap. It might should be an essay. I just started writing. Started realizing how to gift with words. And uh, I think I met a buddy who was also doing the same, but he was a little more in the rapping arena. And I, you know, I started rapping to him, rapping some of the shit I wrote. And he was just like, yeah, bro, we should make a rap group. And uh, we did that in seventh grade. And uh, once I got to high school, I was comfortable enough and and, and uh, confident enough to just rap that shit out loud to everybody, bro. And when I did that, like, they was just like, you know, because everybody thought I sucked because I never wanted to rap for nobody. They was like, man, this nigga's scared, bro. This shit probably trash. But once I finally got to spitting, and this is like in, back in the Cassidy era, this is straight punchlines I was rapping, bro, like bars for real, for real. They was just like, oh, damn, like, damn. And if you get on YouTube and look up some of my old shit, like, some of that shit is on there, bro, when I was 15, 16 years old. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, bro, like, that shit just went crazy. I got I got a video on there when I was 15. I think that shit got, like, 26,000 views on it. <laughs> and all them views came from that moment in time. Like, they not it hasn't been building up over the years. That shit was 2007, 2006, 2008, whatever. So I always had the same rap name? 
Yep, skip. Yeah, well, it was a little skip back then, but yeah, I think I might have took the little off because they all that shit is on my YouTube page. What's the uh, mean by your name? Nothing. Yeah, you know I mean, like uh, I've been trying to come up with some. I've been trying to come up with some clever ass acronym or something. Only thing I came up with was uh, <laughs> "Stop killing your people, please." And that was around the, uh, you know, time in our city where we was like, I think we had surpassed Chicago for, uh, you know, the murder rate. And I was just like, man, stop killing your people, please. And I realized, shit, that's Skip, S-K-Y-P-P. You know what I mean? But other than that, I just came up with the name. I think I was making a rap. And I was at the the dinner table with my mama making a rap. And everything rhymed with Skip. Like, the, the last word in each bar, everything rhymed with Skip. And I think I just said, you know, 13, 12 years old. I'm like, I, I want my name. I want, the, I want to throw my name in here. And I think I just came up with Skip. And I told my mama, I was like, but we can't spell it S-K-I-P because Wacko and Skip, uh, they, they, they a rap group of juvenile. And yeah. I don't want to spell it like he is. So then I came up with that spelling. I think it was S-K-I-P-P first. But then I came up with the Y. And I don't, yeah, that shit kind of stuck with me after that. What's up? All right, bro. I want to say thanks for coming through politics with me. Man, I appreciate you having me again, bro. Can't wait for the next time. Hopefully, next time we link shit. You know what I mean? Hopefully... I'm on, and then I can post this shit, and you, you be on with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you already on, man. They just got to catch up with us. That's a fact. That's a big fact, straight up. But I appreciate you, Brody, for sure. Now, you want to give me your social media and everything? Yep. Uh, SKYPP317. That's on Instagram and Twitter. You know, SKYPP, period, anywhere. Officialskip.com is my website. If you go through there, you can find literally anything you need to find pertaining to me. Yeah, for sure. I ain't hard to find. I'm the only SKYPP doing music, so you'll find me. So you be watching? Um, you be watching basketball? Hell yeah, super basketball head right here. Like I don't know, Lakers look good. Look good now, man. I gotta watch the. I'm watching this uh, that Golden State game. Watch it again, but they looking good now with the trades they made. Well, they only got they only got one player, right? Uh, D'Angelo Russell. Malik Beasley, Vandergrill. Oh, they got Malik Beasley. Yeah, yeah. Then they got Mo Bamba. Mm. Yeah, they got I all think, I think I think if Roy Hachimura, uh, if, if he really come through like I think he is, he ain't even grown into his to himself yet. I don't know. D'Lo solid. He ain't, I don't think he gonna do nothing crazy for you, but he a solid point guard. Yeah, but, uh, he was shit. He doing bad in Westbrook. Shit, he already yeah. that shit like that shit like nine day, bro. Like he actually just I don't know. Somehow Westbrook he offense, bro. Yeah, like Westbrook just started missing a lot of shots, but he get his points and he was doing good. But then that dude, the main the main guy that looked good for him is Vandergriff, because Vandergriff, man, he guard everybody on defense, so he cold. He can guard the center through the point guard. He can play everybody. Yeah, he, yeah, he was playing center for the Jazz. Me only six six. I was like, wait, what? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, be so. Uh-huh. They got. They got. A, I like their squad. They won. They won. They beat Golden State without um LeBron. Without so I want to see once LeBron come back how they looking. Yeah, I, I will say the offense is gonna run smoothly, and I feel like people underestimate chemistry. And they that's the main thing they were saying is Westbrook was a chemistry killer. They say that everywhere he go. I don't know, you know what I mean. But when I watch Westbrook play, I just can't rock with it, bro. Like, I know he's a he's an athlete, a freak athlete, and I understand, you know what I mean, he can put up some numbers. But when I watch him play, I don't know, i just be like, I couldn't have him running my offense. It takes a very special 
offense for him to thrive in it. And that's mainly going to be an offense with nobody's, like where he got to do all the damn work. That's how he thrive, right. doing all the damn work. But if you put people around him, bro, I don't think he can do what a Luca can do. Like Luca know how to use, you know what I mean, role players. Westbrook is more of a like, I'm going to dominate this team by myself. And when they start collapsing on me, that's when I'm going to start, you know what I mean, looking for y'all. And by that time, they ain't got no rhythm. His teammates, you know what I mean, like, I don't know. I just can't rock with that style of play. But I mean, hopefully he get him. He get him a ring sometime. I, I don't know. I don't see it happening. But hopefully he can uh, get with a squad that work for him. Yeah, you know I mean. But I kind of feel the same way about LeBron. No, I ain't gonna lie. For real? Yeah. Like. Uh, oh yeah, that's true. That's true. He need he need shooters around him. They always say that shooters. And no, he- Westbrook. Westbrook. Uh, no, it's a difference with him. LeBron. He don't need him, but he he is a great playmaker. Don't get me wrong. But uh, I don't know. I think he's just a chemistry killer, bro, personally. But he's just such well, a great – LeBron, yeah, he's just such a great basketball player, though. Like, it's different with him than Westbrook. Westbrook is just not as good as LeBron. He's not as – his IQ ain't as high, so it looks worse for him. But when I look at their stat lines, bro, they're damn near the same player, bro. Hmm. They can't shoot. They straight slashers to the rim. They got decent – LeBron got better playmaking, but Westbrook's still a playmaker. You know what I mean? Their defense is subpar. They the same player, bro. LeBron just a much better version. That's why you can't have both of them on the team. Facts, bro. Like, they gonna they, they do the same thing. They, they ball dominant. They both need the ball. You know what I mean? And, shit, if, if, if it's a big man in that paint, neither one of them getting nothing. Right. LeBron, LeBron can shoot better. I give him that. He can shoot better, and his playmaking is better. Okay. Sure. Well, hey, I appreciate you, bro. To the next time. All right, family. To the next time.